0: Welcome to the Children's and Young Adult Novels Book Club, Cyan Book Club for short, where we talk about the latest children's and young adult novels out there to tell you if they're worth reading or not. I'm your host, Zach Whiting, and today we're jumping into a very curious story, one about a boy who was raised by ghosts. Today's book is The Graveyard Book by Neil Gaiman. Now, that might sound very strange, For a kid or teen's book to be called The Graveyard Book, well, what is The Graveyard Book? Well, I'm glad you asked, because it's blurb time. Blurb time, of course, is when we read the little blurb or excerpt that the publishers and author put at the back of the book to describe what the story's all about. Well, here is the blurb for The Graveyard Book. It Takes a Graveyard to raise a child. Nobody Owens, known as Bod, is a normal boy. He would be completely normal if he didn't live in a graveyard being raised by ghosts with a guardian who belongs to neither the world of the living nor the dead. There are adventures in the graveyard for a boy, an ancient indigo man, a gateway to the abandoned city of ghouls, and the strange and terrible sleer But if Bod leaves the graveyard, he will be in danger from the man, Jack, who has already killed Bod's family. This is a very fascinating story written by Neil Gaiman, who is a prolific and accomplished writer who has many books to his name. Uh, He's renowned as an excellent storyteller, an inventor of oddities, uh and so because of this, you know, as we go into this book, we can expect to perhaps read something that's well written and we can. Uh this book is going to be very very easy to read, I think. Um now let me give a little disclaimer, a couple of things. One, I cannot fully support or back everything that Neil Gaiman has written or produced. Um and that's typically true of all the books And the authors that I review, but I just wanted to make that clear. Neil Gaiman has written a few books for kids, but he's also written quite a few books for adults with various different themes, uh, things that I have not partaken myself, but that I have heard about and that I've read about. Um, And so Neil Gaiman, I can't support everything that he does, but this book in particular, um, I thought it was worth reading. Uh, It was something that I, I should look into and really find out what it's all about, so I could tell you if it's worth reading for your kid or your teen. Okay, here's the other caveat or other disclaimer that I wanted to bring up. When you hear a boy being raised by ghosts, um, you might immediately get a little bit of uh, a a spooky feel. You might think, oh, this is meant to be a scary story, or maybe a Halloween-esque sort of thing. I'm going to talk about all that here in a little bit, so please hold on. Um, I will discuss the whole topic of ghosts, and, and and why the book includes all these various things. But we'll get to that in a little bit. First, as we look in and see if the graveyard book is worth reading or not, we've got to take a look at the themes. Now, the story of Nobody Owens is really a story about growing up. And so there are various themes that come and go throughout the book, uh, and there are a lot of lessons that we learn, and sometimes there are even just one-off statements that are so packed full of meaning. Uh, and 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 if you ever read part of the story, or if you read the book yourself, you'll know exactly what I mean. Um, there's there's a lot packed into this one story. Now, one of the themes that does come up because nobody Owens is is growing up; he's learning things as he goes one lesson that seems to recur over and over and over is this idea of what is good is not always easy. One of the first times that Bod discovers this is the truth is when he meets a curious character named Miss Lupescu, who is sort of like a tutor or teacher of sorts that his guardian, Silas, asks to come and watch over him for a little bit. Now, she forces him to study... And to learn things that he doesn't think are important, she forces him to eat yucky meals that are much more boring than the bananas and convenience store food that he's been growing up on for most of his life up to that point. And so he learns very early on that, you know, it's not always easy to do that which is good, to listen to your teachers, to obey your authorities, to pay attention uh, in class um, but he discovers, in many ways, particularly even with Miss Lupuscu, that it's very, it's a good thing to listen and pay attention, because sometimes you'll hear just what you need to get yourself out of a difficult situation later on. Now, this idea carries over throughout the entire story, even to the very end, where Bod, as a living boy who is being raised by ghosts, by people who are no longer living, he has this desire, this good desire to be around people like him. And unfortunately, there are dangers in the world that are keeping him from that. Um, And so it's sort of difficult for him to understand that I, I have to obey Silas. He'll tell me when it's okay for me to do this or do that. And so he learns what is good is not always easy. Another theme that comes up is the importance of life. Now, a book called The Graveyard Book that is full of characters that are dead, it may seem backward or or strange that life would be such a prominent uh, thing in the book, uh, a prominent theme, but it, it really is. Though a lot of the characters are dead, there is never this depressive or or uh, sad feeling in Bod, especially, where he feels like he needs to be dead to fit in, or or he needs to die so he can be with them, or his adoptive family, or anything like that. No, it's it's actually quite the opposite. All these characters, having lived their lives, realize just the beauty and the wonder of life, and they really impress that on Baud, and that he has so much life ahead of him, and they want him to live a full life, full of meaning and purpose. One final theme that I sort of alluded to a second ago is the theme of trust. The theme of trust. One thing I love about these books... Uh, that I may talk about here in a minute, even more detail, is the relationship between Bod and the leadership and authority in his life. Bod, over and over, has to learn that he needs to trust these leaders his adopted parents, his guardian Silas if he wants to survive, if he wants to go through life without excessive pain or struggle. He needs to trust. He needs to trust that they know what's best, that they want what's best for him, and that in trusting them, they will help him get to where he needs to be. They'll guide him and prepare him for the life ahead of him. And so he learns to trust, and that's a very important theme throughout the book. Now, let's move into some of the things I liked. What did I really enjoy about this book? Well, I'll start by mentioning that I love the writing style of this book. It is so fluid and so well-paced, and Neil Gaiman is really good at telling a story that's not only a a good story, but he tells it well. And he also weaves into it beautiful moments of laughter, uh, of sobriety. It's just a wonderful read. I really liked the beginning of this book, um, which is something that I'll talk about in more detail when I talk about things that you should be wary of, but I liked the beginning of this book because it was pretty captivating, The beginning of the story, this first chapter introduces us to Bod, before he has his name, and his birth family, and what happens to them that essentially sets up the rest of the story, that leads this little baby into a graveyard where he is adopted by these uh, ghost parents, and they raise him for the rest of the story. So the first chapter is very important, and it is so captivating, Uh, but a little bit more on that later. Another thing that I liked about this story is that Gaiman twisted sort of a a common thing and flipped it on its head. Uh typically ghosts in stories are evil or spooky or bad. Uh and you know there's lots of uh superstition and even some legitimate association between death and evil uh that that results in that belief that hey ghosts and other undead things are unnatural and they are bad. But Neil Gaiman takes a unique approach, and he sort of frames it as, hey, ghosts are just people who are no longer living. And you'll find that all the ghosts in this story, they're really just like Casper the friendly ghost. Uh, They're intended to simply be people. People who lived at one point are no longer living, and wherever they were buried, that's where they live now. Um, and so it was just a, a very interesting take, a very unique story, and I liked that. One more thing that I'll mention that I liked is the mystery behind Bod's guardian named Silas. He is this mysterious, stoic, meek individual that I think you'll fall in love with from the beginning. He's interesting and he's creative and he's meaningful, and he truly loves bod and and wants to protect him with every fiber of his being, and so I really liked him. But he's also shrouded in, in mystery, and it's sort of a puzzle that you get to piece together as a reader as to who you think Silas really is. Those are the things that I liked. Let's talk about some of the things that I think you should be aware of before reading this book yourself or recommending it to the kid in your life. The most obvious potential issue that you might have with this book is the fact that it has an emphasis on death. Uh, I mentioned that the first chapter is very captivating, and it tells you the story of Bod's original family and how he came to be in the graveyard. Well, it does tell you sort of a a shocking uh, uh, story of his family being killed. There's, There's not a lot of graphic stuff. In fact, you don't see or or experience this murderer who is called the man jack uh killing everybody you don't see that it's it's just stated that he has killed a man he has killed a woman he has killed a child and he is going to kill one more and then the perspective changes and we actually get to see through sort of a baby's point of view as bod escapes and runs away from this man jack and so it is a bit scary just the first chapter, um, but it's not intended to be a frightening thing. It's intended to give you a little bit of context and to prepare you for the rest of the book. The rest of the book is not scary. It is not intended to be a ghost story, a, you know, fireside, spooky thing. It's not intended to even be, like, related to Halloween or anything like that. It's purely a story of a young boy, and he's growing up. And and one way that I've heard it explained— Um, that my sister, who I interviewed in part two of this review, mentioned is that the story is like The Jungle Book. A boy who finds himself in a totally different environment ends up being raised by some other thing than normal humans, and through it, he grows up, learns various lessons, and at the end, steps out into the new adventure of being his own person. So in The Jungle Book, that's animals. In this book, it's ghosts. I do understand that some people may be uncomfortable with this idea of ghosts, even in the fictional sense. And so I mention all of this because I want you to be aware that hey, if this book isn't for your kid, if, if that turns you off from this book, it's totally fine. This book is not for your kid, and that's okay. But I, I, I would like to ask you to give it a chance because I think this book is incredible. I really enjoyed it, and I the story it tells is so great. Um, it just has this this reality of death interwoven here and there. I already mentioned that in spite of that, the focus of the book is on the the purpose and the importance of life, and so I won't revisit that. But it does bring up the topic of murder, and obviously a lot of the characters are ghosts. And so if that is a, a concerning thing to you, I want you to be aware of that. Otherwise, there are no curse words in this book that I could find, and there's no other content that I think is inappropriate for its age group, which the book is written for 10 to 12-year-olds. Now, if you are not sure about this book, if you are sort of on the fence, you've heard you know, me mention that it's about ghosts, and it's a, a story of growing up, and you're thinking, you know, maybe, maybe I'll give it a try, but I'm just a little wary. Well, here are a few things I think you should do. Number one. You should listen to part two of this review where I sit down with my sister uh, and we talk about the book in depth, the characters, the themes, the the plot of the story, and everything that comes along with it. And She is a mother of two, and I think you'll really like her perspective. And and we talk about the the fact that it deals with death and, and how we think that the book approaches that subject. In addition to that, I think you should listen to the author himself, read the first two chapters of the book. It'll give you a glimpse into the story, uh, and it'll give you a glimpse into the writing style and all of that, and it's totally free. On YouTube, you can find both chapter one and chapter two read by Neil Gaiman himself, and uh, and I think that'll be really helpful for you. It'll give you a little bit of a, a grasp on what's going on. I'll link all of that in the description below. So with all that in mind, how do I rate The Graveyard Book? Let's remember that our scale goes from red to orange to yellow, then to green, and finally to cyan. Red is the worst rating we can give. Cyan is the very best rating that we can give. I think that The Graveyard Book is a green book on our scale. It is extremely well-written. It has an excellent plot, well-developed characters, loving characters— and it has very little in the way of questionable content. It really forces the reader to ask some important questions about who we are and can people change and who's the real monster in this story. The only reason why I wouldn't rate this as a cyan book is because it has an emphasis on ghosts and death. Because of that, it's not not for all kids. It's not for all families. The topics of death and ghosts have various associations that For some, make them themes to be avoided, and that's totally understandable. And for that reason, I've given it the green rating. Well, that is all for part one of my review of the Graveyard Book. Thank you so much for listening. If you want a more comprehensive look at this book, spoilers included, and all of that, check out part two where I sit down with my big sis, Debbie, and we dive deep into the book and all of its characters. I think you'll really enjoy that conversation. If you have any book suggestions, you can find the link to submit those in the description of this episode. I would love to hear your suggestions and share them with the rest of our book club. Please follow the podcast and and leave a review if if you're able. That That would mean so much to me. Leaving a review is one of the best ways that you can promote and support this podcast. You're essentially telling the world, hey, this is worth listening to. Thank you again for listening. I'll talk to you in the next episode.